All right, welcome back to another episode of the Fan Connection Podcast. Today we're joined by two guests, so it's an extra special episode today. Uh, we <laughs> we have a group, obviously, who was on last week, uh, last Wednesday. Hello. So we're welcome back a group, and we have Kevin. I'm sure you've seen him as it's K it's it's K Loxon, right? In the chat. No, it's it's no? Loxon. <laughs> Damn it. uh, I was close. I was close. Uh, so I'm sure you've seen him K-Loxon in the chat as well. Fine, Hey, Loxon's fine. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I was close. I was close. Um, so anyway, also a friend of the podcast, so he's joining us today as well. Our first topic for today is the league updates. We'll get into the hot seat for, for Kevin because every new guest gets put on the hot seat, as always. Quick shout out to uh, Spider-Man from Naruto, uh, J-God So, and Cheese Wiz for hanging out in chat along with obviously Ponchi and uh, Abrup as well. Spider-Man uh, from so... Naruto? What a name. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name, honestly. Awesome. Favorite superhero? My favorite anime. It's great. Uh, <laughs> so, League updates. I think we have to get the elephant out of the room out of the way first. Canucks legend, Habs legend, Tyler Toffoli. <laughs> Canucks legend. 10 points in 10 games? That's a superstar in my books. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, point oh. per game production. Even yeah, point per game production. Point per yeah. game. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying is Tyler Toffoli, Canucks legend, Habs legend. He was loved in both cities. Moves to the Calgary Flames for their playoff push. Uh, the Flames give up Tyler Pitlick, just a roster player to throw in there, and they, I think to make the cap work, uh, they threw in a, a first round pick, a former second round pick, and Emil Heineman, and a fifth round pick. So Tyler Toffoli moved for four assets. That's a pretty good package considering what Buchnevich got the Rangers. So I'll take that for Toffoli. A bit of a bittersweet day as a Habs fan because I love Toffoli. The whole city of Montreal loved Toffoli. They really embraced what it meant to be a Habs player. Um, so it's sad to see him go. He was kind of like the captain in the room without actually being the captain and wearing the C on his jersey. Even Martin St. Louis, who's been here so short of a time as a head coach, said that himself, that Toffoli is like the unofficial captain with Weber gone. So it's sad to see him go a good leader in the locker room, a good mentor for the kids, but I'm sure his impact will be long felt in Montreal, especially for Suzuki Caulfield. But guys, what's your initial take? What do you think of Emil Heineman? What do you think of the return for Tyler Toffoli? And how do you think that impacts the Calgary Flames? So Ponchi, you're a Flames fan. Start us off. What do you think of the trade? And do you think you can declare a winner yet? Or do you think it's just a fair trade? I think that's that's just a solid trade. Um, so at least Montreal now has cap space because you guys didn't have enough. Um, but essentially now, like you're embracing the tank, which I've been saying you should do, because now you've got what three picks in the first round, and then you've got Heinemann, which I don't know. He's just magic beans at this point, so you don't really know about him. Um, uh, aside from that, though, it's I think it's fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, and I just want to point out I am actually in the middle of the screen for once. Like, what what has happened here? Why is a group in my spot? Like, what what have, what have you done here, man? I every single podcast I've been on the top left, and I don't know what you did, dude. You ruined it. You ruined the whole synergy. Like, I kind of want to quit. <laughs> Wait, now. no, wasn't a group top <laughs> left last time? On Wednesday, I was. Yeah, were you? Four of yes. us. What the hell you doing? Four of us last time. Wait, you were in the middle, and I was in the corner. What the hell? I thought you were in the, in the on the right, top right. 
Mm-mm. No. Our group, oh, stop getting us off topic, man. Stop getting off topic, all right? We're talking about Tyler <laughs> Nicole fine. here. It's <laughs> like, you're like Justin Timberlake, and we're the other NSYNC members. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's perfect. You're going right. to have a huge solo career after this, so. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Um, but anyway, <laughs> Tim Foley, I, I, like you said, everyone does like him. He's like a captain without a C. And uh, it's really good for, for Calgary. It, like They have good depth scoring already, and now they've added another really good score. And I know they didn't give away their... T- I forget the top prospect's name, but they didn't give him away. So it's a good trade for them. Mm. Uh, they don't necessarily... I mean, everybody needs a first, but like they, they're they like more complete of a team where it's like, it's okay. They're kind of competing now for a cup. So it makes sense. And teams that do that definitely give away first. For Montreal, it's a good return. I mean, you have a couple of guys to take chances on. You get rid of some cap. And then also you have, like you said, you have three first round picks now this year. Is that, is that what it is? Mm. Uh, I'm I not think sure they're their own. Three. But they're they're definitely going to stockpile two. them. They know they yeah, know what they, they have. So it's Carolinas, yeah. their own, and Calgary's. Oh right. So they have no, they the they first. gave up their own pick. I thought. I thought they gave up their pick to uh, to Arizona and the deal with uh, Dvorak. And how it works yeah, is so the deal. You guys is... have two now. Yeah, we have two because the deal with Dvorak is the lesser. So the pick, whichever is later between our pick. And Carolina outside the top ten right. is used. So let's say Carolina also, for some reason was ten. Swap. Not, um, is it a pick swap then? Uh, no, it's like that. Like because we we get, we uh, we acquired Carolina's pick when they signed mm-hmm. um, when they signed Kokaniemi right on the offer sheet, and we didn't match it. So we got their first and third. And so in the deal to get Dvorak, which I've, I hate that trade, but whatever, we gave up whichever pick. Is lesser. So Montreal's pick is obviously going to be in the top ten, top three, top four. Dare I say, top four is the the maximum or minimum it could be if they finish last, which they probably will. Um, so it's going to be the Carolina pick that goes to Arizona. So right now we have two picks. Right, in the first right, right. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I see, I see. Yeah. At the end of the day, though, it's still two first round picks, which is great, right? So um... to start. Yeah, it's a start. Like you guys are going full rebuild, it looks like, right? So mm-hmm. it's a start. You're gonna take a chance on some of these the two prospect players that you guys. It was two players, yeah, right? Two or one. We got yeah, we got a first round pick, a fifth round pick, a former second round pick, but like early second. He was like forty third yeah. overall, and yeah. uh, Tyler Pitlick. So Pitlick. a roster player. Okay. Well, prospect. Pitlick is like yeah, like I think Pitlick's literally just for cap reasonings. Or just, Ex- yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so. His cap it's only six hundred thousand, I think, remaining. So it's. He's just a whatever at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Kepler is saying ten year rebuild and coming for Montreal, and I I don't think it's gonna be that long. Like the only teams you can say that for is maybe Edmonton, since it actually took them mm. ten years, Ooh. or maybe Buffalo as well. But <laughs> but <laughs> no, I don't think Montreal is gonna take that long. Like they no, they're not. And I, I I look at Montreal's prospect pool. They already have a pretty solid prospect pool, uh, and I know Kepler is asking if we can trust Montreal's current Habs management. Absolutely. I trust them a thousand times more than I trusted anybody under Mark Bergevin's regime because these guys are so transparent with us and the media. We know the direction they're in and they're taking and they tell us in advance. So it's, it's nice to see. They seem very trustworthy and very competent. So Kev player, I trust this Habs management core. We should like clip this. So like, you know, we can look back on it, right? <laughs> Whether they win the cup or they just fully get worse somehow, you know, we can always play mm. back this one clip. That's something I that's something I've I want to do with my friends. I always with my friends, we always someone will say something in the chat and we'll just screenshot it, send it at the end of the season, whatever it is. 
Well, the 10 year <laughs> rebuild? I was going to say yeah. 10 years from now, you're going to hang on to I'll be in the same room right here, wearing the same hat, same hoodie. You know, actually, I've had this hoodie for probably four years. It's actually very old. Yeah, it shows. Mm-hmm. Shows. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Mr. Oh, Kevin over here. Little, it's slightly less black. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? I can. I can. You know what? Watch this. What's even more black. The lighting was better. I, I kind of expected. I expected a lot more. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> he turns off one lamp and he wants an applause. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, just to quickly move on here, I saw another question in chat from Spider from Naruto. So he asked, or not really a question, more like a, a statement saying that Chicago has the most confusing direction. You know they should rebuild, but no moves so far in terms of a rebuild. They also traded away a top defensive prospect for an older defenseman who costs a lot more money. So what do you guys think of Chicago? What direction are they going? Is this franchise kind of lost? Because I think it is. And, and what do you think they can do to fix it? Chicago, I think it's they're just in a tough state right now where it's they have some old stars like Kane and he's like they're still really good, right? Kane and Batez is injured. And uh they're as long as you have at least Kane, you're gonna be somewhat competitive in each game because he's just that good. Um I I think I think what they're doing is fine, to be honest. Like they're they are bringing up younger players. Uh Kubalik's young, uh that's young. And um, Doc is also super young as well. He's in his second year, I think. And uh, I, I think they're just transitioning. Like, it's not like they need to do a full rebuild or anything. They're not one of those teams, I don't think. It's, they have Seth Jones on the back end. He's going to be your guy for many years now. I, I know he's on a big deal. Uh, so they have pieces in place. And I think now they're just transitioning young and old, you know, like getting the mm. older guys out a little bit. And just, you know, like, like that's what they did by moving Keith, right? So... They're just trying to retool a little bit. I, I don't think they're ever going to be like bottom of the league for like one of those teams that's bottom of the league for like five, six years. You know, I, I don't think so. Because if you look how good Dabrinkit is, for example, he's like on a 40 goal pace and he, he I think he did score over 30 in both of his years so far. So, I mean, they're going to carry. That, that, that's what I think. I, I don't think it's like the way Spider Man from Naruto was saying. I, I don't think it's very confusing. I just think it's more of a retool thing. That's how I look at it. Yeah, um, I I get why you're saying that just because they have Kane and Debrinkat. Like those are two really dynamic offensive players. So if you just give them a competent center between them that could give them the puck and and keep the puck out of their net and like just kind of break out the zone, right? That's all you really need for those guys to just kind of pop off and have crazy seasons. Mm-hmm. I just feel like Chicago hasn't really been able to build a team that that is capable defensively in a long time. Like I I looked at the beginning of the season, like their defense core, it was. It was lacking. Like they picked up Connor Murphy, Jake McCabe, and these were two guys playing on bad teams. So they were playing on Arizona before. Uh, that was Connor Murphy and Jake McCabe playing mm-hmm. on Buffalo before. And so they bring in these two players who are some on some pretty bad defensive teams. And like, okay, you're playing top four minutes on the same pair. Guess what? The first fifteen games, I remember we looked at it. They were a minus fifteen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, like yeah, I like that they acquire Seth Jones, but you know when when Seth and I like Seth Jones, I think he's a good defenseman. Slightly overrated in terms of his cap space, but still a top two defenseman on a team and still very usable, like a very good defenseman. Uh, but you look at his utilization; he's alone. Like there's no one else there. The other guy I like the best on their team is Caleb Jones, his brother, who I like as a third pairing 
if necessary due to injury, second pairing guy, but third pairing mm-hmm. is ideal. So you have Seth Jones and Caleb Jones, and outside of that, everyone else has been a liability so far. Maybe they've improved since I last checked. I haven't really been following Chicago very closely, but they, they're still near the bottom, I'm pretty sure, in terms of the standings. And and it just it just kind of feels stuck. You know, you got to either pick a rebuild or just, just go all in again. But I think it's too late. Like, Taves is... Taves has slowed down a lot. Kane is still excellent, but Taves has really slowed down. Yeah. Uh, Kubalik slowed down this year. He's definitely regressed in terms of his goal scoring. Uh, Doc hasn't taken the steps they thought he would. He's even almost regressed in some ways. So there's a lot of things to look at. Like Dylan Strom's playing for his career out there. Like he's not even playing to earn a first line role. He's playing to survive on the roster. So like there's mm. a lot of players there that I think. I think have regressed since they joined the Blackhawks, which is scary to think. Yeah. Well, also don't forget that they're also in a cap crunch. So when K or when Taves has done his ten million this year, he's not going to sign for ten mil again. So no. you're looking at probably a six, maybe seven, because he's your captain. But wait, you're, then you're you open up Kane or Taves? Taves, right? Taves. Taves. Okay, Taves. Good. I said Kane. I was like, wait. So. <laughs> They're not paying Taves 10 mil again. So look, they're probably looking maybe five, maybe six. Yeah. So that'll open up space. So then you can get, um, you can get some depth players for your lines. But then you also think Marc-Andre Fleury is also ready to go too. They, he might even just retire this year. And then his salary becomes essentially like he's been bought out. He still gets paid, but a smaller amount, and the cap hits smaller. So you could also see like stuff like that happen, where they start moving up all these young players, and then, you know, they start the rebuild. Do you think there's a reality in which they try to move Kane? At That'd be all? crazy. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's smart. Honestly, I think it's like something they should do. While the right? stock is high, I mean, you know, mm. like because it's they not get like a they, crazy return. They would get a crazy return for his production at this mm-hmm. point at age thirty-two, and I don't think he's got what two after this year, one more year on a what ten point whatever it is mm-hmm. AAV. Yeah. So I don't know if you try to get something back <laughs> while you know he's still producing. Uh, well, I think yeah, that'd be smart. Yeah, well, I think it depends on Taves. If Taves says, you know what, I'm just injured, I'm sick all the time, um, and I might be looking to retire, then it's it might be worth splitting up Kane and uh, Taves. Yeah, I, I mean, I like That's yeah, true. he does have a, he's in concussion, uh, concussion right now, right? Is that why he's injured? Taves, I think he are, yeah. Because I know he's COVID. A, I swear to God, I think he has an immuno COVID. He's immunosuppressed, eh? That's what it was. That's why he didn't play. Well, last year he had an, a really bad infection, but we don't know exactly what it was. Oh, I thought he was immunosuppressed. Like he, he literally like because some people are have uh, like a disorder that makes them immunosuppressed. So, like they can't, yeah. like they can't if they catch COVID, they have nothing yeah, to yeah. fight it. So like they're just exactly. like they're getting like the worst hmm. of the symptoms, and they're lucky to get out. They need uh, hospitalization right away. So. I thought Taves had something like that where if he gets COVID, like his body doesn't have the antibodies or the, the, uh, like doesn't have the, yeah. the ability to fight it. Right. Whereas like someone like myself or, or you guys who have, who are not immunosuppressed as far as I know, would be able to fight it much better than him. 
right? So I think I thought that's why he took the season well, off. I think that's, that's why he took the season off, but but just he came back though. Like he played a little this bit. Year. Yeah, and then I think he got a concussion. So like if um that's so he's out for like yeah, he's not playing for the season, I don't think so. And uh but yeah, like you said, Punch, I think if if Taze is slowing down or it's gonna come down to that because they they're friends, right? They want to stay together. So um I'm sure Kane doesn't want to leave, but honestly, just looking at a business strictly like GM standpoint, it would be smart to do it. Like you'll get a really, really big return. Look at just some of the play look you're gonna look at probably what Eichel got, right? Like around that. And probably even Maybe even more because Eichel was in, Eichel's injured when he got the trade, right? And he didn't even do the surgery. Uh, uh, Kane's fully healthy, and um, he's still <laughs> scoring at a crazy rate. He's still on top of the points, leaders always, and yeah, it, it would be good for them. And and you do have a couple of young pieces to build around anyway. So yeah, I mean, I would trade if if that's the case. I would also just trade Flurry as well. Mm-hmm. I think right? I trade Flurry regardless. Like. Yeah, you're not making the playoffs. Let's be honest. Chicago's not going to make the playoffs this year. They just aren't. It's not. On, it's not on the cards from this year. Flurry's a literally a Vesna winner last year. Teams need goalies right now. The goalie market is scarce. Like it took Montreal Kent Hughes forever to get Andrew Hammond because no one's shopping goalies right now. Hamburglar, baby. Everyone's just stockpiling goalies, <laughs> right? Like competent goalies, obviously, right? So. Like, people aren't willing to trade away their third-string goalie right now because there's been so many injuries with COVID, like, COVID protocol. Like, you could lose both your starting goalies due to COVID protocol <laughs> yes. in the span of a week. You know what I mean? So you need Maybe a third-string goalie. Here. The Canucks. Yeah, we can relate in Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Arena goalies stepping up. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, Mike <laughs> David Ayer's got a win against the Leafs, man. I, yeah. It works sometimes. But, like, teams want to keep guys like Andrew Hammond around because they need that insurance right like montreal they lost price uh, well you know that right away they lost allen the backup and then montebo comes in he's played okay and then they have to use their fourth string goalie because obviously montebo can't play every game because price is out long term allen's out eight weeks so they're like okay let's use our fourth string goalie Ken primo he's getting lit up like crazy he's like okay now we need another guy so we need a fifth string goalie like it's crazy to think like every goalie seems to be getting injured this year like every single one of them i don't know why but every team seems to be well, I do know why it's COVID, but every team needs to stockpile goalies right now. So if you're Chicago, you're sitting on Marc-Andre Fleury, a capable goalie who's known for good playoff performances, who's won a few cups, Vezina winner last year. Just sit on that throne, man, and demand the world. Like, just get a first, get a bunch of stuff for Fleury if you can, if the market's there, and it seems like it should be. Yeah. Should we move uh, on to uh, Mr. Yeah. Jack Eichel? Ooh, Jack Eichel. Yeah, his, his first games today, right? Yeah, is anyone going to watch it? Uh, I want that. Of course, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'll take a peek. Take a peek. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to be... Um, people are going to remember how good this guy is. Like, yeah. he, he is such a crazy impact. I, I'm just pissed that he's in the Canucks division because he's, he's going <laughs> to be a terror. Like, having Patrick and Stone is one thing. And Patrick's a great scorer, but like Eichel is something else, man. People, I, I still think he's one of the, like the top ten stars in the league, and I think he'll show it on Vegas. He's better supported in Vegas as well. Vegas is always good, no matter what, like every single year. And now they're just gonna get a little bit better with Eichel. So a little bit, a lot better with Eichel. Although they lose Alex yeah. Tuck, but I mean, yeah. I, I think I trade away my second. Stone. Part, well, no, Mark no. Stone's injured. 
He's yeah. injured. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Like, I think I trade away my third line right winger slash second line right winger for Jack Eichel mm-hmm. any day of the week. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like, think so. What? It's Jack Eichel. <laughs> he's so good. Uh, he, he's been playing on Buffalo his entire career and still managed to always be in the top 10 in scoring. I think you give him patch already on the wing, and then when Mark Stone's healthy, obviously come playoff time, you throw Eichel, patch already at uh, Mark Stone on one line all together. That is like the dream team, the dream line from the Atlantic Division 2015. Like, think about it. Eichel, <laughs> yeah. like when he was young, like around when he was drafted, patch already and Mark Stone. Those were the guys, right? Those were the guys in the Atlantic Division at the time. It's I love it. I'm all for it. I'm training for Vegas now. They have patch already, they have Eichel. Like Mark, oh, I love Mark I, Stone. I won't allow it. I'm not allowing you to cheer for Vegas. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. Say, I was like, yeah, I'm easy to cheer from from that from that side of the country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I'm gonna cheer for them in the playoffs for their division. If Vancouver <laughs> makes it, though, I'll probably cheer for Vancouver or maybe Calgary. I'm not sure yet, but I a small part of me is definitely gonna be cheering for Vegas to see them win, just with Eichel, just for Eichel to win something. Finally, this poor guy, man, he trapped <laughs> his entire career. I mean, at least he makes the playoffs. That's yeah, like without even playing a game, at least he makes the playoffs. Could you imagine mm-hmm. somehow Vegas just misses the playoffs? They just they go on a crazy totally bomb. Buffalo gets the first <laughs> yeah. overall pick. Like... Imagine from Vegas the first overall pick. That'd be insane. Oh, yeah, I kind of want to see it. Are we cynical? A little. Oh yeah. We... Yeah. Well, Pretty... like we're Canadian hockey fans, guys. <laughs> yeah. What do you expect? <laughs> we yeah. haven't won a cup or since '93. Any of us? <laughs> Are we sad? A little, we sad? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, anyway, um, also Yager turned fifty the other day, and he's still playing. Of course, he is. I, I think, think he, he has to, to play anymore. I think he forced to play to keep <laughs> no, his. He's being he, wants to, he wants to, man. No, he, no, I. It's no, a little bit. Group, you're onto it. You're. I think. He, I think I saw an article about this like last year. Yeah, like he wants. It's a little bit of both. I think. Because if he, if his club doesn't play well, then it folds. Exactly. So he doesn't want to, but he still. It's not like uh, he's dreading every day. Yeah. He just yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also a fifty-year-old playing professional hockey. I think imagine he wants that, to retire. Kind of, oh, sorry. I was gonna say, imagine that kind of pressure. Like, even if you wanted to retire, because I didn't know about the whole club folding thing. Like, it's mm-hmm. like so many other people involved in that organization. <laughs> like yeah, jobs and yeah. stuff and it's yeah. like well you like if you're out we're gone <laughs> like I don't know, yo, the guy just wants well, to retire yo, i see jay god making a nice comment in here saying yager returned to habs low-key imagine he's like you know what? i just want to retire man he's like habs can you like buy this team for me and then he just goes place for the habs for the rest of the season as a meme buy and the then <laughs> and then they just kind of let the team fold with their money that'd be kind of funny Honestly, now that we're talking about Yager, I know we're talking about this power play question later about choose a Netflix series to base a player or like for a player or whatever. Oh, yeah. Dude, Yager be a good one. You just kind of you kind of just look at him and he's just he's so done of hockey. But he's like depressed. the team, yeah, he's like all sad. He's like on painkillers. Back to the rink we go again, and he just wants to get out of it. And then he has to like do like a little Batman plan death scene, you know, at the end of the Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> he explodes his hockey stick at the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been good. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watch that. Big Bagel Ham says they watch the hell out of that show. Well, there you go. I should be a. I should be a showrunner. Mm-hmm. I should. Honestly, yeah, with wait. some of the shows coming out nowadays, that would be a really good show. 
Honestly, really good show. yeah, big Babelham. <laughs> just wait till you see some of our show choices later on because there's oh, going to yeah. be some good ones. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, why don't we move on to the hot seat? Kevin, we're going to put you on the hot seat. There's four of us asking questions for a minute straight. Chat, if you have any questions for Kevin during the Please. hot seat, let them be known. I'll ask them on your behalf. So, guys, don't worry about looking at chat. I'll ask the questions from chat. Uh, so we'll start off the hot seat for Kevin. I'll get a minute long timer. You know, we'll do a minute and a half because there's four of us. Yeah, so we need a bit more let time. Let me just preface this by saying for, for you guys in, in chat, I, I know literally nothing about any <laughs> topic. It's all good. It's all good. Except Tim Duncan. Okay. Except Tim Duncan. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, uh, oh, uh, Jay got also just before we get into the uh, the hot seat. Also, just a league update. Supposedly, there was a fight today. Cedric Paquette and Alexander Romanov, or sorry, Romanov, Got into a fight at practice. Quite honestly, if I'm Kent Hughes, not the pick between the two players, such a puck get out of my face, get out of here, you're done. The fans, <laughs> this guy's from Quebec, right? So you'd think a lot of us would that's like a good this guy. Thing, though. A lot of the fans have hated on Cedric Paquette. Like the French fans, the English fans, everybody why? has hated Cedric Paquette. Sucks. And I don't know he why. Sucks. I feel kind of bad for the guy because I, I'm kind of like secretly rooting for him to, to succeed. But now here he is fighting one of our best prospects in practice. Like, I don't like get out of here. Like get off my team, man. Like I'm sorry. Yeah, but <laughs> get out of here. Remember when Zach Sanford and Ro- Roberto Bertuzzo got into a fight? Yeah, it. And then they won the cup. It's it's good things ahead. So you're saying Montreal's gonna win every game in this season, miraculously make the playoffs, I actually think- <laughs> and win the Stanley Cup? I'm down. Um, I mean, no, I mean, I mean, here's my thinking. You know, you know, in NHL, like when you actually play the game and you fight. And you're fighting, and whoever wins the fight, you get an energy boost for your team. Here's here's <laughs> here's the five head play from Paquette. He's thinking that if I fight someone from my own team, whoever wins this fight, we're gonna get an energy boost regardless. See, that's that's that's, that's, that's high level intellectual. I like that high IQ thinking. And this is why I'm thinking. Your mic is not understanding Paquette, and he's just he's bashing him. And Kevin's yeah. like, no, I got the IQ. No, I know, no, I see it. I, this is why Kevin's on the hot seat, seat guys. This exactly. is why Kevin's number on the one, number one Cedric Paquette fan. It's Clarkson. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right. So, okay. odd seat. I'll start us off, and then so we'll do me, Ponchi, Abrup, uh, Berta, and then me, Ponchi, Abrup, Berta. Okay. So, oh Kevin, are you ready to be put on the hot seat? Here? Wait, wait, wait. What's the order again? I I forgot. So myself. Holy crap! Are you you can't <laughs> follow? There's four of you. Four names. Like, I'm just doing an order for myself to. Po- I'm doing clockwise. So myself, Ponch, okay. you, Harjan, and then Berta. Yeah. All right. Is that yeah. just gonna be Harjan? Is that is Har-Jan. that bad? Yeah, you call him Jan for short. Oh, oh Jan. Okay. I thought I said something bad. No, 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 no. Don't yeah, worry. His about parents it. call him Jan. Okay. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> I thought I said something bad for a second. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So Kevin, first question. How did it feel to be forgotten in so many movies and left home alone? Kevin! <laughs> <laughs> Good, man. That's a classic. That's a classic. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, thrive on my own. That's, that's my answer. Are you going to the Renaissance Fair? Renaissance Fair? <laughs> Is that the question? Yeah. It's just all Kevin's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I've, I I don't think this has ever happened in Vancouver. I've never if if I mean you, you, Vancouver guys, you can tell me like, but has there ever been a re- Renaissance fair here in Vancouver? I don't know, but let's go to one, one. Yeah, if we were oh, finding one. No, I'd, yeah. I'd be down. I'd be down. I'd be my first right, live if you, stream. If you could have the skills of either Tim Duncan or Wayne Gretzky, which one would it be? Oh, do you even know me? 
<laughs> Sorry, like for, for anyone in chat that does not know, I'm a big uh, San Antonio Spurs fan. Um, I don't know what I'm doing on this podcast where we're, we're talking about. I'm not. I'm not even the right sport. Let's be honest. No. Uh, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a Tim Duncan fan. So obviously, I would pick uh, Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> um, Just for the records, yo. For the records, how does it feel to be compared to the great Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. I mean, well, you guys are so you get the same name, but like you still look smaller than him. You know? I'm <laughs> Because Kevin Hart is what? Like, he's like 4'7 or something? I don't know, dog. I won't look that up. Uh, I I mean, actually, it's it's funny. A Broop is probably... He's the only one who's seen me in person, so he can attest to this. I'm actually like 8 feet tall. He's short as hell. So I, 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 I don't listen to that guy. No, no, don't listen to that guy. Yeah, I, I often, uh, I often have, have to answer, you know, um, or tell people, um, you know, how the weather is up here, so... Oh, yeah, right. Okay. It was actually a two-parter question. My second part of the question was why I don't have my Valentine's gift from you yet. Or for you, Glenn Coco. You go, you go, Glenn Coco. (laughs) All my Valentine's went to Glenn Coco. What can I say? All right, man. All right. Well, that was pretty much the time, so I'll ask one more question. Holy shit. Yeah, we're already two minutes in. So let's ask one more. We'll do one more each. We'll do one more each. So this is on behalf of chat from Dad9Sports. Favorite goalie ever. Favorite goalie ever? Um, this is the right answer. I want to say Kirk McLean because I'm like classic Canucks. But <laughs> Were you even I, alive for Kirk McLean? For the for the feistiness and the fact that he just slashed people, uh, Hextall. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Because if I were yeah, if I were a goalie, that's how I would play. <laughs> um, would you rather have Wayne Gretzky's hair or Tim Duncan's cargo shorts? MVP caliber cargo shorts. Oh shoot! I mean, the cargo shorts are just so functional, right? You can you can put everything there, multiple pockets. Um, could I have Tim Duncan's hair and Wayne Gretzky's cargo shorts? Could we do that? He probably has some good ones. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I'll switch it. All right, T- Tim Duncan shows up at your house. <laughs> And, and and he 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 offers to he offers to bestow his basketball ability upon you oh, so that you can go pro, but it comes with a caveat. Every time you and your wife do the funky, he gets to be in the room to watch. What? Do you accept or do you uh, reject? Oh, jeez, that's. Why is this even a question? That's a yes. Yeah, this is the bad nine starts as accept easy. All caps um, except. Yeah, it's the real questions. Take my money. <laughs> That's easy except. I don't know, man. Tim Duncan doesn't strike me as the you know voyeuristic type who just sits in the corner like. Um, but I don't know for that basketball ability. Wait, okay. Here, here's 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 my question or my okay. my statement or my answer. That question you ask me under the assumption mm-hmm. that I don't already have the same skills as Tim Duncan <laughs> playing basketball. So you've never seen me play. You don't know how good I am. Um, people who aren't good at whatever they're, whatever they're talking about say. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'm decent at basketball. Uh, just for the hell of it, I would accept. 
You would accept. Because then I, I mean, he's I'd not have even to... thinking about his misses. I'd like, have yeah. Tim Duncan in my life, guys. He would be. He'd that be is there. true. He would be there so be, often. You could talk to him. He'd have dinner with night, you afterwards yeah. as well. He'd be there. You know, what is <laughs> oh, I mean, he, he'd be there daily. I'm sure he needs a meal. Like, you know, yeah, three, three, five times a day. Shut the hell. Yo, sorry to intervene, but chat just. Dad Nine Sports just roasted, <laughs> not roasted, more like called me out. I was because Spartan from Naruto asked us to pick a guy from uh, any like any like position, like any like forward, defense, center, whatever, and from any team and put him on to your team. And I'm like, oh, John Scott, every Scott. position, as, you know, as a joke. <laughs> and then Dad Nine Sports writes, "Some Lazy Guy Zero Nine, title of your sex tape." That's good. John That's Scott, good. every <laughs> position. <laughs> All right, last one, Kevin. This is an easy one. All right, what are you more excited for? Multiverse of Madness or the Batman? Uh, oh, I got my tickets to Batman, by the way. Um, but I would have to say Multiverse of Madness. Let's go. All right, all right. I'm a Batman right. fan. I like Matt Reeves too, and yeah. it looks awesome. But just the the implica- or the implications of Multiverse of Madness, I think it's just going to have a huge kind of yeah. ripple effect. It's going to be crazy. Trailer though was insane. Pretty oh good. my god yeah pretty good when's it come Mr. out patrick stewart may. uh may yeah may that's may soon 6th. okay i can handle may i can handle may i thought you were gonna say like christmas for a second i would have cried no no <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let's move on thank you kevin for being on the hot seat by the way we appreciate that every new guest gets put on the hot seat their first time yeah, it, was pre- it was pretty hot but thanks, thanks <laughs> uh so like for our... pardon Mm, nothing go on oh, okay so for our next yeah. topic we're gonna move on to the trade deadline manifestation so we're gonna try to manifest some trade deadline moves Ponch and i were discussing about this earlier but just a quick reminder for those of you listening uh feel free to drop a follow or hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already uh on my channel some of you guys here or not i host a podcast every wednesday and sunday at 5 30 p.m eastern time we will be uh discussing a different timeline going forward but just for now that is the current schedule and i will post a new schedule on my twitch uh, stream schedule as soon as it happens or you can follow us the fan connection podcast on spotify apple podcast google Podcasts, or youtube so hope to see you guys there as well your support means so much to us and we appreciate everyone hanging out today we, have, we see a lot of new first time chatters as well today so we appreciate you all for stopping by anyway our next topic the trade deadline manifestations uh ponchi you had a very interesting one uh in the i guess like not pre-game, but like when we were talking before the podcast. So what was that one again? I want to hear it. So it's a three-way trade between the San Jose Sharks, the Montreal Canadiens, and the Ottawa Senators. So San Jose trades uh, Mark Edward Vlasic, Alexander Barabanov, and their 2024 first-round pick to Montreal for Sami Niku... Joel Armia, and then Ottawa trades their their um, first round pick, the third round pick to Montreal. Montreal gives up Joel Armia to to San Jose, Matthew Perot to Ottawa, Josh Anderson to Ottawa, Lucas. Viejimo to Ottawa, Sami Niku to San Jose, Cameron Hillis to Ottawa. It's a bit, it's a really, it's a, a big trade. 
a bit. Yeah, that's a humongous. <laughs> bit of a, yeah, it, it was a, it was an interesting trade though, Plunge. Because I, I like I like that Montreal's taking on salary. Like I I think we talked about this earlier. The only thing I disagreed with is maybe Ottawa being involved. I think it would be maybe a a cup contender, not Ottawa giving up their picks. But I like your thinking. I like I like where your heads at with San Jose trying to. Shed I mean, some Ottawa salary. is a cup contender. I'm talking about. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just because Melnick says so, it's true, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. man, that guy is interesting. But he's rich, so <laughs> he can say whatever he wants. I guess, right? I guess so. You're not wrong. That's not how it works, right? At least in the NHL, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, guys, it seems like a, uh, It seems. You know what? We've actually had a couple of three-way trades throughout the years, haven't we? So it's not that far-fetched, right, Paul? Mm. I don't what even know how to say? comment on this. Like honestly, it sounds like everything <laughs> fits. It sounds Bye. like it you know, <laughs> uh, yeah. but I don't know if it's gonna happen. But it sounds like it'll fit out, work out. Mm. What well, that? Okay, nice. Yeah, no, I, I like. I, we, I think we all kind of just heard it and said, "Oh, that sounds like it could be an NHL trade." Punch um, for GM. That's yeah. like, that's what I think of this. It's like you know what he has the IQ. He's thinking smart. He's thinking about cap. Yeah. Thinking about roster players. Thinking about prospects. He's got it all in his head. He's he's just um you know what mm. Montreal GM. On yeah, and I'm seeing Jay God saying Paquette to any team for a seventh. Paquette to any team for literally a bag <laughs> of pucks. I don't care anything. <laughs> literally anything to get this guy off my team. I feel like Tampa Bay is gonna give up a fifth round pick for him. I just have that feeling. Calling it now, Paquette to Tampa Bay for a fifth calling it right now or a six clip it, clip it. we'll look back clip, yeah yo clip that i'm calling it right now i'm i'll clip Watch that you get a first. clip that i clip worth it. a first i don't really have one properly i mean for me it's just i i am a canucks fan and uh there's lots of trade rumors about mr jt miller who i call jonathan donovan miller and um <laughs> I think if there is going to be a trade, what I would want is a defenseman, a right-hand defenseman, who I think would be Braden Schneider from the Rangers. Uh, but I would also like a first-round pick as well, based on what we uh, what Defoli just got. They can definitely go for a first, a prospect, and probably another player. Um, but what I would actually do is I would do Miller and Mott together in the trade, because Mott's another guy that teams are calling on and, and do like, because he's on a expiring deal he's on a really good deal right now uh he'd be good bottom six player uh, bottom six guy so uh miller and mott and i would do philip hedel uh brayden schneider a first round pick and i would just just on any roster player so that's what i would do uh only under the assumption miller does not want to sign here and under the assumption that mott will probably not sign here so that's the trade i'm manifesting i like that trade do you think the rangers would want to give up Braden Schneider though, because he's—I don't think they want to, to be honest. Yeah, they, it sounds like they don't want to, but that's, that's the best option for Canucks to do. Yeah, you know? that's so funny. Like, mm. imagine though, so the Rangers trade away JT Miller, right? They trade him to Tampa Bay. Was that the original trade? Um, yeah, and then he gets traded to Vancouver from Tampa Bay. So it's like, okay, so they trade JT Miller. So now, when they reacquire JT Miller, do you look at what they first gave up, or sorry, first received for JT Miller? look at what they gave up and if what they gave up is more than what they received would you say ha ah, they had a net loss on jt miller is that how you look mm-hmm. at it or do you say no they just did a rental in a different year i don't know because the, the thing is it's like it's kind of like a ripple effect because i i don't think if they like like who knows if they would have had panarin for example right sure. like we 
you never know how the discussions would have changed and how the contract stuff would have worked out. So I, I mean, you can look at it like that, but I, I wouldn't look. I don't think they are going to look at it like that because JT Miller is definitely now a better player than he was back then, right? Like he's he's that's definitely true. improved. So since since his time in Tampa, it. he's definitely uh, come yeah. a long way. Yeah. Okay, well that's fair. And you guys have any other trades you want to uh, bring up? Mm, well, Jay got says Caulfield for McDavid in a first, and I agree because you know what. Caulfield, uh, you know what? He's definitely worth it, right? He's definitely worth more. He's about as tall as uh, as tall as a group, and um, a little more skill. You know, you know, I've learned recently that Connor Garland is shorter than me. I don't think that's true. No, because I was talking to, because okay, so let me get out of the way. I work at the arena, and I work with people mm. who work with the players, and I was asking someone how tall is Connor Garland, and she was like, he's about up to here. And I was like, "What?" But he's built yeah. like five. He, I was like, "He's built five nine. It's like, "Yeah, the, I want to see." He's he's like up to here, and I was like, "Okay, you're not five nine. That's not like, accurate. No, like, I'm not five nine. But no, they lie about their heights. <laughs> yeah, but they, they, they lie about their heights. They think he's five nine. Connor Garland's about here. Yeah. Oh no, that's definitely five nine. He's like five eight. Apparently, no, 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 no. Just put my arm up at an arbitrary level and just be like, "Yeah, that's how tall Connor Garland." Well, I can't like I can't like stand up, but like you get what I'm saying. No, I want you to stand up. For the, all they're the lying. They're lying. You need to my stand up. headphones aren't long yeah. enough. Can you stand up beside like a can of Coke for like size? <laughs> like, just for... And now we can estimate like about <laughs> here. Your height. Coke. Yeah. How many groups right, so tall like, like, is Connor Garland? Like seven. You're not Connor five eight. Like five, I'm like five seven on a good day. And then, what are you gonna say next? I'm five six on a good day. I'm like five three on a good day. <laughs> oh my god, it's getting worse. <laughs> no, the number just I'm keeps dropping. I'm a little Kevin concerned. Hurt. Oh man. Yeah, but Connor Garland's like short. He's shorter than he's like listed as. It's like wrestling when well, they like build the wrestlers that's like seven feet tall, but he's like six one or whatever. Have you seen his wind up like with this like with a stick all in the air like this, like literally pointing straight up? Have you seen it before? No. Okay, well, he does that. He literally, well, I mean, you, it's not like you work at the arena. It's not like you just, okay, you know what, whatever. Anyway, so he has a stick winded all the way up here in the slot, right? He literally, like, it looks like he's a tower. Like, it looks like he's just pointing it straight in the air. And so me and my friend kind of laugh at it all the time. Like, why is he just, like, why is this wind up, like, over his head? Like, what is he doing? And I think the reason why is because he's so short. So, like, the players won't see him on the ice. So the stick is, like, kind of like a flag. You know, that's what, that's what we decided. <laughs> so, that's a little sad. Not gonna maybe maybe it's because he's so low down to the ice that he has the time to yeah. go all the way up there. Like players who are taller don't have the time to go all the way up here down to the yeah. ice before someone checks them. But he's so short that his time to go down yeah, he's is that much arms. faster. Yeah, yeah. You know, the fashion of a second. How many um, high sticking penalties has Garland had? Oh, you don't have to worry. Even when he towers his stick like that, it yeah. doesn't quite reach that's, anybody. That's what I'm like saying. Yeah. Yeah. He gets more spears in the crotch than... uh. Yeah. And this has been stick. theories with the fan connection. Tune in next time to <laughs> the next theory. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to move away from the conspiracy theory about Connor Garland's right, right. height, Kev Player in chat <laughs> is saying that the Habs have to include a pick to get rid of that Petrie contract. I disagree wholeheartedly. If the Petri contract it was even a doubt from the get-go for a team, they would just retain salary. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But also, Petri is still very highly valued by every team in the league. Like, or not every. Like, I'd say most managers still value Petri 
the same way he was valued during the cup run. Because you look at a guy who's just upset by being in Montreal, and he's definitely turned his game around since uh, uh, St. Louis took over. He just didn't, he, like, Petrie hated Dominic Ducharme. He made it very clear. Uh, he, <clears throat> in every interview he had, he was always like, I hate the structure. I hate, like, didn't say I hate it explicitly, but he kept talking about the structure and how bad it was. So, uh, Petrie definitely didn't like Dominic Ducharme. And so, like, a GM from another team would look at that, but okay, Petrie's value is a bit lower than it probably could be if he was playing at his peak performance. Uh, but this is a guy I want because he has cup, like, not cup, but Stanley Cup playoff pedigree. He's proven he can play top two minutes, but he thrives on the second pairing. So if you're a team like, say, Tampa Bay, who's all, who doesn't really have a top right-handed defense other than Eric Cernak, you'd be like, oh, Jeff Petrie could fill in the right side really nicely. That way we can run Hedman Petrie or Hedman Sergachev, if that's what they want to stick to, or uh, Hedman Chernak. Then they could do McDonough Sergachev, or they can do McDonough Petrie, Sergachev Petrie. They give a lot of options there. And it allows McDonough, Sergachev, and Hedman to all play on their proper left-handed side. So that's definitely an option for a, Tampa, a team like Tampa Bay. Or they can keep McDonough on his offside with Sergachev and throw Petrie with Hedman. Because Petrie thrives when he plays with a really good, uh, like, does, solid defensive guy does, like Hedman. So I think mm, uh, I would, think teams like that would be uh, more than willing to hang on Petrie without having to retain salary or having to uh, well, give does, up picks. Does Tampa have the cap space to do so? No, and I'm not saying he's going to Tampa, especially because they're in the division. I'm just saying that, like, as an example. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's a team. Well, I was going to say, who's on LTIR? Oh, well, who's on LTIR is. for Tampa? Kucherov oh, okay. still on yeah, <laughs> Petrie's going to. Petrie's going to Tampa. Oh, retain half salary on Petrie. Throw back some random guy with a <laughs> somewhat cap hit, and then boom. Petrie's in number Tampa. one bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Bro, the, the guy wants to talk about number one bullshit. Are you kidding me? The guy sits on the sideline the whole year and comes back <laughs> the first game of playoffs? That's number one bullshit, in my opinion. I don't take the take the cup away from Tampa. I don't take away any of that because I think Tampa's a great team. But anyway, I think Mike's a lot like of one of those, upset. you know, where it's like when your friend gets out of a relationship and you're just like, oh, how you doing? You're, a little, you're over it now? Are you good? And Mike's like, yeah, I'm good. But like, <laughs> bro no i just i'm just saying like if he wants to call out number one bullshit i don't know their cap stuff is a little sketch in my humble opinion i think I mean, it is number one bullshit i mean uh, but also stones now on ltir the day Eichel comes back so oh i agree and and i know stones yeah, had a yeah. back injury his entire career but yeah, yeah. anyway yeah. it is what it anyway. is anyway it's what it's it the is. NHL, man. That's how you. That's what you got to do to win. Now you just got to play below the cap during the season. Have a good team that makes the playoffs, and then bring in an extra twenty million dollars, and then you're set because there's no cap <laughs> in the playoffs because reasons. God, the NHL, man. It is just <clears throat> stupid. All right, let's move on to the first power play topic of today. Uh, I am not participating in the power play. I am a mere judge, and I will act as the voice for chat in terms of and as a mediary for you guys as well so we're gonna start off with the first power play topic each person so the four of you guys picked uh, a player in the nhl to star in a tv show so i made a cover for each television slash movie that i thought fit the player the best and based on your ideas that's what i kind of put it together so without any further ado the first person on my list for the TV show is Kevin. Kevin, Ooh. you're the guest today. You get to start us off. Who did you pick for a TV show and why? I'll give you a solid two minutes because it is a power play. 
All right, my TV show. Uh, I haven't thought of a title yet. I thought we could, you know, figure that out. Brock's oh, Barbershop. There yeah. it is. Oh, you thought it. You thought of one. Amazing. Um, so we all we all know that Brock Besser has the best hair in the league. It's not up for debate. Um, he just has the best flow. You know what it is. Uh, he looks like uh, what's his face, Prince Charming from the Shrek series. Um, I heard, you know, legend on the streets they say that he was actually uh that wasn't a cgi um character model uh that was actually just brock besser uh just making a little cash on the side while he's um coming up uh but anyway so brock's barbershop would be the the next netflix hit he would go around the league um just you know uh transforming the lives of players like um you know i mean if only ryan Getzlav had brock besser's help uh, just with that, you know, terrible growing balding spot. Um, I think helmets nowadays do nothing, or always have done nothing for um, men's uh, scalp um, hair. And I just think Brock Besser has it figured out. We don't know what it is. What does he put on to keep that flow going? And I just think it would be a sick show for him to go around the league, um, making friends, you know, just... He doesn't have to cut their hair. That's not what he's about. He's about getting length uh flow and um you know that kind of golden retriever like coat going on um in all different colors and, and, and whatnot so i just think i just think that would be a dope show to watch him just kind of on a tear throughout the league not on the ice uh but in the barber shop you know just kind of changing people's lives for the better because you mm -hmm. know when people when people retire from hockey you know what they say the only thing that people have once they're a retired hockey player is their hair like that's that's number one thing <laughs> um that's so. that's what they say that's what that's, they say. that's, yeah. that's what they all say that's that's what i hear that's what they say hey, what, did did someone not ask me if i wanted win gretzky's hair oh yeah <laughs> i'm telling you i'm telling you brock besser's hair but then man. you set up for his shorts i know i was an idiot i was an idiot okay that's that's past kevin so anyways that netflix show is going to be on the, the number one you know when you've got your like top 10 list number one easily for like <laughs> 10 weeks straight yeah I'm, I'm with you on that one and and with that in mind your power play is up your time's up on the power play let's move on and we'll keep questions and everything for the like two minute mediary session that we'll have so ponchi cool, cool. you're up next what is your tv show and why um i have brett burns is <laughs> hunting and fishing and farming um brent burns obviously look Look, you don't even know if that's photoshopped or not. Like, that <laughs> looks like a proper show. Um, <laughs> Brent Burns, aside from uh, like hockey, he's a big hunter, he's a big traveler, and he's a farmer. Let's invest in Burns. His defense <laughs> is okay, but his personality is 10 out of 10. And that's all I've got to say. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good picture. Thank you. I did my absolute actually... best on this one. Yeah, um, good. Wait, that's not a Photoshop, or that's a Photoshop? I couldn't tell. What are you tell. talking about? <laughs> I I took that photo with Brent Burns, and I made the whole TV show. What do you What do you mean? Did that produced... Did that grizzly? Did that grizzly have the same gaps in his teeth as Burns? <laughs> yeah, they they were matching actually. They, right, they were yeah. they are born twins, but the bear grew a longer beard. So it covered right. his entire body. <laughs> so that's oh god. Okay. Next up is gonna be a Broop's TV show. A Broop, what do you got for us today? All right. So who remembers OJ Simpson? 
do you remember how 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 gripping his case was on america and on the world as a whole it was a polarizing case it was nationally like it was like the most viewed thing ever right so i'm saying is we do that before evander kane but this time we have a documentary crew by his side so a you got a documentary out of it and then b you get a show out of it that's two income streams for evander kane just to spend right on gambling Right, <laughs> and, it keeps and the show document on. that exactly. New seasons, it never ends. It's a never-ending cycle. Exactly. I'm making so much money, and that's so much exposure for the league. Uh, we can have an OJ Simpson like special. He he can host the whole thing. Um, like it's great overall. I think I have a very solid show, and anyone else who disagrees is wrong. Do you want to throw a, a featured episode on Rocky Wirtz and his uh, emotional outbursts that he occasionally has? <laughs> Absolutely. I think anybody yeah. who has any slight bit of controversy, uh, just just slap them. Just, just okay. have a guest spot. You know, once we're on season forty-four of out. Evander Kane, um, yeah, once Evander Kane's on season forty-four of just like he's a bum at this point. His wife's left him. His kid's like seventy-three years old. He's still gambling. <laughs> Jesus, I think, man. I think. I think. I think. Well, I think. I think. I think we got something, guys. I think so too. I think we got something. But your time's up, so let's move on. The Berta's <laughs> show. Berta, what do you got for us? So Berta's show, better known as the best show, because I've just heard absolute nonsense so far. So I don't actually have the right picture here because that's my fault. I didn't tell Mike properly what kind of show it's going to be. So I'm gonna this is a six part six part show, okay? Six part six episodes. And it's about Jamie Ben, okay? It's called uh it's called the Jamie Ben Heist. And uh so what it is is it's gonna this is a little bit fictional. So we're going to have this backstory of the Dallas Stars actually snaking Jamie Ben's family in some way, okay? And his dad got out of work and uh, just ruined their whole family. The, the family got a divorce and all that. And that's going to be the first episode. And you just see Ben as a kid and he's just all sad. He's like, oh, screw those Dallas Stars, you know? So what did Jamie Ben do? This guy got to work, okay? He started putting in the work, putting in the hours, okay? And he got really good at hockey. <laughs> And um, he got super good. He got so good. He's like, I, the, the plan isn't even revealed yet. It's not revealed. We're just wondering, like, why is Jamie Ben trying to play hockey? Why? What is? What is he doing? Why does he want to play for the Dallas Stars? He gets drafted by Dallas, okay, and he starts putting up major points. He wins the Art Ross, and then it happens, man. The thing happens at the end of the series. So this is all happening. So we're seeing all his accomplishments throughout all these five episodes. The sixth episode, the sixth episode, the twist, the major twist, he gets paid $9.5 And what happens after that? He has robbed the Dallas Stars now. He has robbed them fully, okay? And they are now a franchise. Yes, by working for them, he has robbed them. He's and already now... robbed them with a 10 mil contract. That's what I'm saying. With the 10 mil contract, he has robbed them of all this money. So now they can't do anything anymore. He's running the Dallas Stars into the ground. And this is how he's got revenge on the Dallas Stars. And he's avenged his family. So that is my story about Jamie Ben. All right. That's okay. Jeez, so you should have just ran with the, in my humble opinion, you should have <laughs> ran with the two out the handle. You might as well. But oh, my God. I, I don't know what to say. All right. All right let's anyway. Get, let's get into the... Uh, the debates now hey thank you uh crvt underscore exclamation mark for the follow we appreciate that supporting the podcast and the channel we appreciate that as always all right let's move in to the debates i'll give you guys each a question chat 
ask your sorry crvt the the uh, sound alerts are disabled during the podcast i sincerely apologize to you uh for that. Just like Jamie ben. <laughs> so okay <laughs> chat and crvt you get to ask a question and i will no matter what use your question because i feel bad and that's what your dog points will pay for but chat ask away ask a question to each of these lovely individuals and their tv shows hard-hitting questions ask them anything to throw them off and then we'll pick at the end our favorite tv show slash series that we'd want to see live on tv for real on netflix okay so i'll start off with a question oh perfect cheese whiz how are you going to spoil the whole show and expect to get views Birda man, what do you say? Well, the thing is, the thing is here is I'm a showrunner and I'm pitching the show, so I have to pitch exactly what's going to happen in the show. So I'm telling you it's a six part series, I'm being very detailed with it, so you guys know how the show is going to go. And the thing is, is like this show, it has something for everybody, you know, it has uh, it has the Rocky training montage of him becoming a hockey player, you know, and it has the romance with him and his wife, that's another thing, it has a family drama, you know, that everybody deals with, everyone has some family drama, people who have divorced parents, it's, there's, it's in this show too, and if you ever wanted to see a heist, it's at the end of the show, it's the whole twist, you know, and that's like the whole thing about the show, that has every single thing that everybody likes. There's comedy too, like you just like look at the look at the title or look at the picture, the the picture of the show. You can just see like that's this that's the whole thing, man. It's, it's all funny. It's all funny. It's action, comedy, drama, suspenseful, all of that. So that's why I think my show is the best one. It's I have so much to say about you guys. Of hot singles on an island together. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the show too. That's part of the show too. Somewhere but... in there. Somewhere in the six parts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somewhere in the six parts. But let me just go on really quick though about this Brock's barbershop. Guys, are you really are you really have you seen Brock Besser do an interview? Are you telling me this guy can carry a show in any way? Yes. He carried what do you mean? He already carried Shrek. We were Heck just no. told. <laughs> we were just told that he was confirmed he held his to own be Mike Myers. Okay. okay. Prince Charming. I, I don't even... He wasn't even the best part of that movie, though, man. Come on. I love Prince Charming. He's in <laughs> all kinds of movies. He's a prince in other movies. You are the judge, sir. Skill. Why are you defending for Mr. Kevin? <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, take over. I was being nice to our new guest. Kevin, I will no longer help you. I, I, I think... I, th- I think what you guys are failing to see is that um, this show brings reality to it. Okay, Berta's has been so carefully and terribly orchestrated in <laughs> in six parts. Like there's a it do- that show doesn't know what it's trying to be. Okay, this show knows what it's going to be. Okay, it's not some weird family drama mixed in with a romance, mixed in with a height. Like that's too many, too many. He's he's juggling too many things. This show is straight up one of the okay okay. Brock Besser's not he's not the most extroverted kind of guy, but I think it you know it matters who his guests are gonna be right. And the focus is on the hair. All right, we've seen what the guy can do on the ice. We've seen actually well. Anyway, we've seen what he could do on the ice. You know, I'd I'd love to just you know get him with a bunch of balding guest stars and you know try 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 to help him out. You know, some of the most uplifting television that people really enjoy are when people's, you know, have you ever seen like Extreme Makeover Home Edition when like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, families that need help get help? You know, what what yeah, what better uh, what better eye, show to watch? Yeah. So this whole yeah, show exactly. is about Brock Besser flexing his hair on bald people. 
Yeah, but yeah. he no, but he, no, <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna here, eh? We're talking. We're talking wigs. We're talking Rogaine. We're talking. You know, whatever, whatever people need, whatever necessary. To get the flow. Exactly. Yeah. All right. We're just gonna, all right. We're gonna throw a bunch of cash at it. We're mm. all right. We're nearing our time for the uh, debating time. I guess the debating period, whatever we want to call it. Ponch, we need a question for you. So if one of the other three wants yeah. to ask Ponch, Ponch a question, and if one of you guys wants to ask a Bruba question, now is your chance. Try to take these guys down, poke holes in their TV shows. My show is solid. There's no, you can't, you can't poke any holes in it. What was your show uh, again? It's so forgettable. I don't even know what it was. I'm sorry, who are you again? Who, what show? Well, actually, what show was it? I don't even know what no, show but who it was. Are you? But who are you? Who are you? I can't even see your face right you? now. Now I see it. <laughs> oh, this show. Are you Lawsuit. kidding me right now? Evander Kane is going to gamble his way on his set and just like not even show up on set, dude. Where, how are you going to film this show? We just, we, you know what a documentary is? We follow him. He doesn't follow Ooh. us. Oh, oh okay. you got me there. Okay. He got you. How's he gonna dis- How's he gonna disappear if we if we just track him? And you know, once the court ordered uh, ankle ankle tractor gets on him, it's over. <laughs> That'll be a pretty boring show. He can't leave his house. Exactly. Like, come on. No, the, it's just a track. It's, it's, it's not yeah, to track it's just, him. Just, just a tracker. It's not to keep him yeah, inside. It's just, it's just a track where he so they can film him. Yeah. Right. Got so exactly. as soon as he's on the move, they're ready. Thank to go. you, Mike. Thank yeah, you, yeah. Mike, for helping me. <laughs> I got you. I appreciate you. I already reached out to Rocky Words. He said he emotionally outburst on the show, so we're good to go. Perfect. And then, that's yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, I keep bringing I, that no, up. I don't know why you do, but <laughs> the thing with Brent Burns' show is like, I don't even know. It's going to be hard to film him because he looks so much like everybody else in the, in the wild that it's just like, you're going to lose Brent Burns. That's my main concern. He's a he's a big boy. It's kind of I like. Have you ever misplaced a grizzly bear? No, Wait, because they're well, big. Wait, I'm already confused as to who the star is. Is it the grizzly bear yeah. or the other grizzly bear? I can't tell. <laughs> no, it's Brent Burns plus the bear. You know, there the bear is the sidekick here. Brent Burns. He's a, he's a hunter. Pretty he's bad. a traveler, and. He's ready for this role. He knows how to farm. He knows what he's doing. Let's make it happen. My main concern is you missed a major opportunity here and saying it could have been in Vikings because he was already in Vikings and you could have based show off of him in Vikings. So that's well, my main concern. He's got conscious, okay? about originality here. What? Yeah, exactly. Well, Why I, don't know. I, don't, I, I don't know why everyone's backing him here, but you know what? So, At the end of the day, Jamie Benz heist. You got everything you want. Okay, it's a family show. I think that's called plagiarism. If I take a show that's already made and then make it my own. All right, enough of this. We're doing the vote now. So just a quick reminder as to whose show is what. Berta has what we call the (laughs) Too Hot to Handle Jamie Benn edition. Next up is Abrupt's uh, Lawsuits Season 1, Evander Kane and the dude from suits i can't remember his name for some reason harvey specter harvey thank you i'm sorry it's been a while and then we have ponch's man versus wild brent burns or burnsy style as we call it and then last but not least kevin's show brock's barbershop the next cut loki stole that from the actual show barbershop the movie but that's okay Uh, that wasn't really (laughs) low-key next up pretty high key stolen (laughs) all right chat you have two minutes to let your votes be heard Guys, if you want to vote, vote for yourselves. That way it's a bit more even. I will be also making a vote. I don't know who I want to vote for yet. It's tough. It's tough. Chat, let your oh, opinions yeah. be heard. 
I have Comment your boy Rocky words on my show. I have your boy Rocky words on my show. You're gonna do me dirty like that, bro? I made the I made the covers for every show. I have an emotional connection to each one. The only one I'm upset about <laughs> is uh, is Berta for not running with too hot to handle. I thought I put a perfect <laughs> image up there of Jamie Ben casually sitting in a full suit, too hot to handle. Of all these people, stupid show. Okay, I can't. He was looking I, too snazzy. He was too hot for me to handle. <laughs> I had to put him in there. What do you mean? Yeah, you are right. You are right. I can take I can take flack for that, but like that show is so dumb man i don't I know, know if you've ever watched it yeah, i watched it. it i've seen it all <laughs> <laughs> it is dumb <laughs> i i mean i i kind of it 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 was entertaining enough for me to watch it i didn't watch yeah. season two but i watched it with well my girlfriend i watched well, bits of it well, of season two it, so just just had to get there. that in there eh just watching with my girlfriend you know you're just yeah you know, sorry just, i should just said live i, I don't know Bert, yeah berta watches it for the articles yeah <laughs> it's, that's why yeah exactly for, for the script for the scripts yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my, my goodness God. all right chats chats letting their votes be heard it's a tight rate a tight con tightly contested race i don't know how i want to say that i'm starting to lose my voice at this point but evander kane lawsuits is in first right now with four votes Man vs. Wild, Burnsy Styles in second with three. Too Hot to Handle, Jamie Edition, and Bar uh, Brock's Barbershop are tied for last with two. So any one of your votes right now, you're running out of oh, time. No, any one of your votes can make a huge no, difference. Uh, this is your opportunity to let your voices be heard and make a difference here. I'm letting well, my voice vote. be heard. I'm voting right now. Chat, let your voice oh, be no. heard. What you are this? the deciding right. vote. Let it be heard. Who are Let's you voting go. for? This is your chance. No way. What the hell? <laughs> no man? way we let that happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad that Kevin lost. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even vote for my own. So who, whoever the two are who voted for mine, I don't know what you guys are doing with your it lives. It was a three-way tie. <laughs> three-way tie. So it's only natural that I quickly make a second poll. Oh my god. <laughs> and now chat can vote. All right, Kevin, you the... know who to vote for. Alright, you, you guys know. You guys know the vibes. Listen, one more. Chat can now vote know. for the final three. Sorry, Kevin, you're excluded from this one. Oh, don't even worry. Yeah, I don't want to have a repeat of the same thing. So the two people who vote for Kevin, you are essentially the deciding vote because I'm assuming everyone's gonna vote for the same one again. I will do that just to be fair. <laughs> Holy crap, how is Jamie Ben with six? Yes! Yo, yo, what was this? <laughs> I'm gonna wait to vote now. I want to be a factor here. Oh man, lawsuits oh, man. catching up though. It's creeping its way back in. Just to give you guys oh, a, a reiteration oh, no. as to what they are. Oh, no. Kevin's show is oh, no. so relevant right now. Oh, this no. is Man vs. Wild. This is a group show. And this is Berta's Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> Jamie Ben. Oh my god. No way. Yeah, we got this. Let's go. How is there more votes this time than last oh, time? Crap. Yo, yo, chat's waking up in here. Chat's, <laughs> yo, chat's waking up. Wait, how is this happening? Yo, who's making all these dropping votes? In channel, someone's dropping channel points right now. Somebody's dropping bits. And I really appreciate it. This is completely rigged. Man vs. Wild takes the one with 16 oh, votes. Oh my god. As you can see on here. Drops. Baby Bagel Ham contributed 120 bits to make this vote happen. Hey, let's go. Baby Bagel, <laughs> thank you for the bits, by the way. I didn't see that you had given bits, so we appreciate that. <laughs> I was that. waiting for it to say Ponch underscore YYC has, has given 1,600 bits or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is the bits that you contribute will go towards building the channel. 
uh emotes or oh, anything like oh, all right. of that goes back into the channel so we appreciate I, that it helps support the podcast <laughs> thank you baby bagel for 200 bits on its own that's hey. actually you don't have to do that but we definitely appreciate it and it will be going back into the podcast you will see one day we will make some better emotes you'll see it'll be worth it all right so thank you again baby bagel all right let's move on ponchi congratulations you won round one let's move on Ooh. brent burns uh sorry man versus wild burns the edition I mean, or Burnsy style, I should say. I mean, I'm kind of down. I'm kind of down for that. He already had like a little thing where he showed that he was living out of his car. So it's a start. Yeah. It's definitely a start. All right. So power play one is done. Let's move on to power play number two. In this power play, each person or each contestant was tasked with picking an NHL player to play in an Olympic event. Now, I will admit these graphics are not as solid as the show slash movie title covers because I, I had an easier time with it. And I also really love those ones. So uh, these ones I'm not as emotionally connected to, but wait, Berta, wait, you the, will start the, the us show, off. The show ones were, were the good ones. Yeah, those were <laughs> amazing. <laughs> those were the good ones. Oh, okay. okay. I just want to brace myself. <laughs> Berta, your first event, you're up. Here we go. I'm All only right. giving you a minute this time because it's the second power okay. play. All right. All right you ready? Cool. Mm -hmm. All good. Well, 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 we got Mr. Chris Kreider in curling, okay? Because no one ever thinks about curling. Curling is a very uh, precise sport. You need to be precise. And Chris Kreider right now is leading the league in goals. I don't think anybody realizes that, okay? So Kreider, um, he goes offside a lot, you know? He goes offside a lot. So you know that, you know that makes me think? There's no offside in curling, so he's going to think outside the box, all right? There is offside in curling. There, there, there is, like, a, a penalty line. Okay, it's you time for me to talk, guys. Bro, please. <laughs> In my curling world, there's no offside. So, Kreider, he's going to think outside the box, okay? So, he knows all about how to do that. He's leading the league in goals, like I said. He's going to be able to slide the rock in into the exact spot he wants, no matter what. And um, he's got the big body. You know, he can throw the rock as hard as he wants, as slow as he wants, anything you want to do in curling. I'm surprised you guys even know this offside in curling. I, why are you guys watching curling? I don't know. But anyway, Kreider for curling, curling that's my argument. All right, that's Keeping fair. Curl, bro. And um, also, he's a pro at uh, knocking out goalies. So goalies kind of like the pin because there's the or not the pins, but like, you know what I mean, like the, the rocks yeah, yeah. that act as a defense. He's going to slide right through it, as you can see in that image. Exactly. You know, if, if worse comes to worse, he'll act as the rock and just go right through everything, take them all out. All right, I like that. I like that, Bert. A good good start. Next up is a Broop's event. A Broop has uh, Quinn Hughes as a figure skater. And feel free to explain. Ooh. Have you seen how silky smooth our little boy skates? <laughs> it's so clean. You need, you, need him, you need him to do twirls? He can do twirls. You need, him to, you need him to skate backwards as he looks you in the eyes angelically as he flares his arms up? He can do that too. Maybe, tell me you haven't dreamt about Quinn Hughes figure skating to you dressed in spandex tell me you haven't jumped about that and i'll prove you wrong i mean <laughs> i don't know if jumped that but okay <laughs> excuse me all right well on that note i think let's move on to the next event because that was terrifying <laughs> i don't know if it's his voice or the picture or like the combination of both of them or the things he said but everything on his spine was just scary <laughs> Oh, it's going to be funny for audio listeners because 
they can't see this i i will i will say so to describe it to you i basically took a random male figure skater and added quinn hughes's head to it yeah that's a male that's a male figure skater that's what i'm gonna say all i see god is lovey say that as a dump truck sheesh with a creepy patrick emoji and then then we have baby bagel comedy that's a cursed image yeah that that is a cursed image honestly but he does have a dump truck and i mean uh you can't deny it so let's move on to the next event ponchi you got your event here we have sebastian aho the track star that's not the right biathlon i i just went a track athlete i was confused okay for, for those, i'm sorry for, the, for those who don't know biathlon is um essentially doing 10ks around a track and then at certain points during the the marathon you have to stop shoot targets with a gun so sebastian aho um he's got the gas to do 10k but more importantly i think uh just proving from his uh accuracy trial from all-star week he's a sniper he doesn't need to get every shot right but he needs to get most of them right so you know he's a sniper he's got the gas to do it to do um 10k as fast as he can uh yeah that's why i think sebastian aho would be a solid biathlon uh, I think she just makes but a good point. It's also on skis, so I am in yeah, completely on, wrong. Yeah, so it, but it's on like flat ground, so That's it's not. Yeah, it's cross country skiing. It's not. Um. Yeah. Fair enough. All right, Kevin, you're the last one to present here. You lost this last one, so you better make it a good presentation. <laughs> You've got Varlamov doing the skeleton event, which is essentially the one where they just go on a board and go really fast on a slope correct? What exactly man. what do you do okay let me let me take you guys back to the 2020 playoffs we had the islanders down 3-1 to the tampa bay lightning now that i mean obviously we know how that happened how that worked but they're down 3-1 double overtime jordan Everly scores a game-winning goal to stave off elimination and varlamov he comes, goes barreling down the ice. I don't know if you guys have seen this clip or have seen that. But anyways, if you haven't, this is not going to make a lot of sense. But anyways, <laughs> I just remember this. That's why I picked Skeleton. Varlamov slides down across neutral, the neutral zone and just like barrels into his team celebrating the win, uh, which launched his budding uh, Skeleton career um, and, uh, as an Olympic athlete. The dude is 6'1", 210. And I, I think I, I searched this up earlier this morning, this afternoon. <laughs> but the average skeleton athlete is about <laughs> well, is about 178 pounds. So this guy is adding 30 extra pounds to your average skeleton athlete. He's going to be barreling down that 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 yeah. What do you call it? That, that the gravity track. is going to really affect <laughs> exactly. Him more. Yeah, I like that. So so there's like every skeleton athlete that is currently you know competing like they don't stand a chance once this guy retires and you know he's not playing too well i think retirement's not too far <laughs> i'm just kidding he's got like nine losses <laughs> Wait, gravity's like not gonna 12. affect him more. i meant more momentum's gonna affect him more 
I was gonna well, say no, no. <laughs> it's gravity for sure. It's gravity. No, Gra gravity is going down at the same speed for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 the momentum. Oh, it's, get your physics yeah. out of here. I was thinking, I, I was thinking okay, of ma squared. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. So momentum, so, inertia. There you guys go. It's, yeah. So it's, he's, it's he's gonna inertia. he's gonna have a yeah, slightly yeah. higher than the other. So that's a same, slight same. increase, which is exactly. all that matters in skeleton. I may so have gotten like the physics wrong, guys, but the bottom line is the dude's gonna speed. Oh, straight yeah. speed. Absolutely straight no speed. sense. In my what opinion. What are you? What are you talking this about? Why well, I've not put the biggest person ever on a skeleton? Oh, absolutely. The dude's gonna like launch out of there like a cannonball. He's gonna break the skeleton board. <laughs> he's not gonna. No, dude. Those things are. Those things are. He'll built. make. He'll, Anyways, he's a craftsman. He'll make it extra. Oh speed. yeah, yeah. We're talking multiple gold medals. You easily. gotta be. I don't know, man. I think this is wrong. I think this is not how a skeleton works at all. I think you gotta be like. How does the board even move? By the way. Are you a skeleton? They like, run and they jump it onto like, it, and then it it's slides. Like a sled. It's a sled. I know it just slides, but you don't. You have to still like control it. Well, you run you? and then you, you jump lean. onto it, and then it slides you just down. Lean. You just lean, you just dude. Go. You what? Lean. Yeah. Yeah. You Skele lean. Skeletons yeah, exactly. like luge, but the head first one. Yeah. So you gotta yeah. lean like left and right, you know. But like the thing and is, who knows how to lean left and right than a goalie who's sliding between the pipes? Oh, oh. That's what I'm talking about. The guy's oh. lateral movement is elite. Oh. Is it elite though? I mean, maybe not now, thank, but <laughs> thank you to quickly, thank you to Baby Bagel, uh, sorry Baby Bagel Ham for the follow. We appreciate that supporting the channel and supporting the podcast. Uh, so that's it for you guys. Is opportunities to present your topics. We're not gonna do uh, actually. Yeah, you guys can debate amongst yourselves first. I'll, I'll give you guys two minutes to debate amongst yourselves. I won't even intervene this time. Go crazy, go wild. I'll be putting up each person's. Um, event every 30 seconds so you guys can talk about each one at a time if that makes sense so let's just tear apart uh let's get started here kevin's yeah, event arrows first you take it away guys apart. like like dude varlamov man this guy can't even stay healthy so what is hey, the wait, point? wait that's why okay, okay. you only what, need what? to be healthy for like 10 seconds exactly longer. And then exactly. you're just chilling out. You're chilling okay. on the board. You're lying first down. First of all, it's like, a, it's, like, it's like a minute long, guys. First of all, it's not ten seconds. Wait, Berta, I'd love for you to explain to everyone in chat how curling works. And uh, <laughs> I will tell you. I'll tell you exactly how curling works. All right. Yeah, let's. Curling let's, uh, is like a game of chess. Okay, it's like. A game think, of chess. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's a. It's like the sport of curling. I don't. I don't know, I don't know if that's an app description. It, 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 you're right. You're right. It, it is. But the thing is, it's a chess game, man. Because you have to get. You get points for each one of the oh so so there's like a middle thing, the right? Rocks there's a middle, are made the same. There's a, there's a middle there's a middle thing in this big circle, it's a big target, bull bullseye target. What's it okay? called? What's that called there? The bullseye. Oh, I don't know. No, it's Okay, listen, I know it's called a button, okay. I know there's an anchor and a hammer, whatever, whatever you want to call it, whatever. Anyway, so as many of your rocks that are closest to the button is how many points you get for the round. Okay, I get it. I know. All right, I play curling every Monday morning. So anyway, um, <laughs> Kreider, like 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 Mike said, man, he runs goalies. He can run the other rocks, the other stones, whatever they're called. Um, and uh, he's just gonna knock every single one of them out because he's just his momentum is just truly, truly strong, stronger than Varlamov's momentum in uh, skeleton. So and yeah. What are the brooms for in curling? So the brooms can help it go left or right through the rock. Okay. Yeah. Nice. 
What do you mean? It, that's what it is. It helps it. You throw the I rock. Ask right? someone. And then but I thought Chris Kreider was so accurate that he didn't need the brooms. He right. doesn't need the brooms. Doesn't need it. But that's the thing. You get the best of both worlds. You get him head on, knocking every other rock out. But if he wants to be accurate, you know, and just doesn't need the brooms, then you know they can just the other broom guys can just clap in moral support, you know, and just uh, God, so... celebrate the gold medal that's about to come to them. So is anyway. Chris Kreider a multi-sport athlete because he can also play chess? Because chess and curling are the same sport. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about Chris Kreider so much. <laughs> when we have Sebastian Ajo clearly playing the wrong sport here, like not even the right sport. Like I, I first of yeah, all, who even no knows if he can be on skis? Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if he can be on skis. Like, do we know if he can be on skis? Is that confirmed? I mean, if you can be on skates, it's pretty. Uh, <laughs> no, skis is like taller than you. You have like a. It's like it's like wearing a giant flipper. You know, like skating is one of the hardest things to learn how to do. So I, I think I'm sure he'll I'm sure he'll be fine with with skiing. Well, you I don't, know you don't have to ski up or down. You have to ski flat. So if you're skiing vertical or um, if you're just skiing vertically, <laughs> if you're just skiing like on flat ground, you don't have to worry about okay. But um, is he going up? You need I'd to be fast. It's, it's a timer. It's a timer. But other no. people are skiing legends. You know, you don't have to be a curling expert. You just throw the rock. You know, <laughs> like like figure skating. He was doesn't even wear figure skating skates. It's completely different. And um, yeah, Hughes was, doesn't know how to skate. Yeah, he doesn't know how to skate. Obviously not. Wait, yeah, what? Wait, hold yeah. on. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We gotta calm down. Figure skating skates and hockey skates are different. Okay, there's like the figure skating difference. skates. Yeah. 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 Okay. But okay. if you know how to ride a bike, you know how to ride a um, um, motorcycle. It's no, you don't. Thing. No, you don't. It's like the same thing. That is same not the same thing at all. If you know how to breathe, you know how to eat. Like, it's just... Like, Wait, that's like, you just like know. pause. Whoa, what? That's, <laughs> those are basic human instincts you, here. You compare you know, that to exactly. skating. So, so imagine you've been skating since you were, like, one day old. Wouldn't, isn't, wouldn't skating become a human instinct to you? No, because you got to do flips it's and like, tricks. Do you think Quinn Hughes yeah. does? Does he do like little backflips on the ice? Play? Are you even they... a Canucks fan? Wait, who are, are you? you? Looking... Apparently, you don't even know what Garland looks like. You're like, oh, he's a little bit tall. He's <laughs> like, that seems kind of nonsense. I got it from a reliable source. All right, a reliable Guys, source. Okay, we're at four and a half minutes in here. I'm gonna cut you off. I was just enjoying that too much to stop it. So just a quick reminder, all of you in chat, you're allowed to use bits to vote, but it's by no means expected of you to do that. If you want to troll someone and use bits, that's a perfect opportunity to use that. Uh, the reason why I'm not allowing channel points is because the guys on the panel here love to use those to cheat their way to win. We wouldn't so, ever. Okay. Okay. Uh, so just a quick reminder, a group's event is... Actually, I won't even say whose event is which anymore, because that way the chat can just vote on who they think has the best event matchup and not on who they like the best so uh the first one here that we're going to show is quinn hughes figure skating yes it's a cursed image but he has uh, a big booty and he's having a good time that's all that matters i hate that i just said that oh my god okay big next up use. is chris Kreider curling yes he can act as both the rock and the person throwing the rock because he's just that uh diverse in his skill set next up is Sebastian, I can both he can be both a track athlete and a bioth biathlon athlete because he's just that good. Next up is uh, Varlamov doing the skeleton because he's bigger than everybody else doing the event and he thinks he can win. So that's the plus to each person. Chat, I will give you a solid two minutes to. I'll give you a minute this time to vote. Nah, let's make it two. Screw it. 
chat. Let your voices be heard. This is your opportunity to let us know what you think. Uh, for those of you listening who are not watching live or with any video, so just the audio, I will keep you posted on how the voting's going. So, so far, Hughes figure skating is in the lead. And if you want to see any of these images that you have heard us talking about, feel free to check me out on, or check us out. I don't know why I said me, but check us out on <laughs> YouTube at the the Fan Connection Podcast, or you can check out my channel, which I use to host the podcast for us. Uh, some of these guys are nine. You can check on the VOD, but it's easier just to check YouTube. It's going to be there forever, whereas the VOD disappears. So check YouTube, the Fan Connection. Uh, you can see all of our images, our cursed images, if you will. Uh, so, so far, Chris Kreider has actually taken over. He's in the lead with five votes. Uh, next up is Varlamov doing the skeleton event with four votes. Aho is sadly still at zero, and Hughes figure skating is at three. I'll let my vote be heard just now, but the race is close for uh, first place. Let's see how it goes. H. Dollywall is in chat. H. Dollywall, if you haven't let your vote be heard, let it be heard now. Everyone in chat, let your votes be heard. Uh, just let it let it be heard. This is your opportunity to let us know what you think and, and to voice your opinions. So we, we want to hear from you. We want your answers, so let us know. Like you, this is your opportunity to decide who wins. Who, who, who is rigging this man? There's no way Varlamov has eight votes. Like, Dude, if, someone, sense. if someone wants to make use sense, vote, bits, they're allowed. I'm allowing bits because that it's allows Kevin, us to get Kevin, emails. Kevin, oh, it's Kevin, it's Kevin. You, you guys wanted to bring physics into this. The physics is there. The physics is there. The momentum is there supporting Varlamov. I had an A in physics, okay? I had a 92 in physics. I know this is not correct. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we talking, what, grade 9 physics? Or are, physics talking, are you saying are we that talking Chad's a liar? Are you, physics you calling Chad a liar there, bro? Physics isn't real? Yeah, you know what? You He's guys a flat are earther, guys. He's a flat earther. Call well, me Kyrie. It, it looks like <laughs> Varlamov doing the skeleton in the Winter Olympics Hughes. has won. So congratulations, what? Kevin. First time. <gasps> First time guest of the podcast wins the second power play event. So now to decide who wins for the day, the final voting, the secret voting that none of these guys knew I was even going to do, who was best? What? Oops. The final vote between Kevin, so this is Varlamov doing the skeleton event, and who won? The, it was Ponchi with uh, Man vs. Wild, Burnsy style. All right, there we go. To have the final winner for the day. So, Mamber's Wild, Burnsy Style, and the Kevin event. So, there you go. That's now live. I'll give you guys a quick reminder as to what the show looked like. That's Man vs. Wild, Brent Burns Edition, or Burnsy Style, and Kevin's event was Varlamov. They're both on screen now. My face is completely blocked out, unless I go over here, but I don't really want to be seen right now. Ponchi's partially blocked out, but it doesn't even matter. Chat, vote for you. Who was the best? And who wins for today's podcast? Let your votes be heard. Let your opinions be voiced. Let's see who takes the win for who had the best power play of the day. Just, uh, I just want to point out real quick. Money. All right, let me just point out real quick because I know this is, a, this is a podcast. It's an audio medium, a brute and a Berta. <laughs> but uh, let the record show both uh, visually and audibly that a brute and Berta do not have... Uh, any sort of representation in the finals here i just want to point that out oh that would also make God. them who uh, invited terminology this guy? sorry if my terminology <clears throat> is correct i think that would make them losers is that correct Ooh. punch i think that, that would make them i think that's true that would make them okay. worthy of a participation trophy 
The funniest I mean, thing is this guy preaches every day on Twitch. Oh, nicest guy playing NHL. Yo, the nicest guy. He's the nicest guy playing <laughs> NHL. I mean, did he directly attack you or just list some definitions? Yeah, I just I was just listing. Yeah, just saying by definition. Yeah. I think people I think... that aren't in the finals. Right, are you know categorized and, in the loser category? And I personally you know, think I'm, you I'm should change your name falsely. From, you know, you know just, I, I personally think you should just change your name from nicest guy to an NHL to most passive aggressive guy. I mean, guy. if the poll, if the poll you know, was like, up there and it was asking that, I you know certainly would consider it. You know, I think this is name. bullshit. That's but what I right think. Right now, you know, the people in chat and rigged and, and the people listening, they're voting on the two uh, representatives of today's power plays, and that's me and Ponch. So it's come mm. down to a tie so far. We might end on a tie. Chat, this is your chance to let your vote be heard and biddies, allow you yo. to decide the winner, and it's a tie. Well, <laughs> congratulations to both Kevin and Ponchi for winning today. I love it. It works out. We have a we have co-winners for the day. It's as if the Stanley Cup finalists decided to lift the trophy together. So congratulations <clears throat> to both Ponch and Kevin on winning today's podcast power plays. Uh, that's going to do it for today. If you guys have any messages you want to leave us off with, now's your chance to say it. So guys, if you want anything to add, feel free. Just don't rig it next time, guys. Next power play. <laughs> I don't know who's going to be on the power play next time, but you know what? Just make sure you vote Berta. That's all. All right. So we're getting some <laughs> we're getting some <laughs> propaganda being posted already. So that's interesting. Uh, so we'll see you guys in the next one. We appreciate everyone for stopping by. So obviously, Kevin, Abrup, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. You guys are always welcome. Uh, we are trying to get that Discord up and running. So like for real with like our new logo. We have a new logo coming out. So that's kind of exciting. Wait. We designed it ourselves. Well, real quick, Kevin, Abrup, do you guys want to show something out? Oh yeah, true. Go ahead, Abrup. Just, just my Instagram. That's A-B-R-O-P-D-H-A-M-I, Abrup Dami on Instagram. I appreciate it. Wow. Was that a kiss? That was a kiss for those of you listening. That was disgusting. Mm. A few more kisses there. Don't kiss me. I apologize to you who were exposed to this and had no choice. in. I don't want some ASMR here. <laughs> Uh, Kevin, anything you want to shout out? Twitch, anything? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, my Twitch is at it's Cloxon. Um, yeah, I mean, I play every now and then. I'm not, I'm not like <laughs> super consistent, but if I, if I, if I stream, love to see you there. Um, yeah, there you go. Oh, good long, kiss! Wow, we're getting a lot of kisses today. That's it. <laughs> all right, nice. Uh, so to end off the podcast, obviously, shout out to Poncha and Berta as well. Check them, check them out on Twitter. Uh, Maybe Twitter if you want, but Twitch uh, <laughs> at Birdaman and at Ponch underscore YYC. You can catch them streaming. Uh, I think Berta usually stream NHL and Ponch. I, I feel like you stream a variety of games, Ponch. What have you been streaming lately? Um, I did Paladins the other day, but my <laughs> Wi-Fi was bunked, so oh, that didn't save for very long. Yeah, Damn. and then you can catch me at SunlazyGuy09. Uh, also hosting the podcast every Monday. Uh, sorry, every Sunday and Wednesday, five thirty Eastern time. It will be moving. Uh, times soon because I know Ponch is starting school. I'm also working and Berta's got a lot going on with school and work as well. So we're going to figure out another time that works for all of us, but we appreciate all your support so far. We'll obviously keep you posted. We got the new logo coming out soon. So keep an eye on that. Uh, the YouTube channel will be updated to the fan connection and not some of guys here nine. So you'll check us out on YouTube at the fan connection. We'll see you guys in the next one or see you all in the next one. We appreciate your support as always. And we'll catch you in the next one. I said that seven times, but that's okay. <laughs>